everybody, <laughs> and welcome to Cold Coffee. I, d- I don't know when, uh, maybe season 15, I'll finally stop <laughs> giggling <laughs> before I do my introduction. Hi, everyone. It's me, Tova Lee, and I'm here with the lovely Kristen Hewitt, and this is Cold Coffee, episode four, five, six. What episode is this? I think it's episode five of season two. We All are right. on the ball today, aren't we, Tova? <laughs> I know, we really are. I just, no, really, we are. How's everybody doing? How are you? I'm good. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We're so glad you're here and you're sticking with us through season two. I just wanted, before we start the show, I wanted to encourage everyone to please subscribe if you haven't already and share our podcast with your friends. And we're starting something new. If you leave us a review on iTunes, hopefully a five star, if you have an Apple phone and leave us a review, we will give you a shout out here on the podcast. Um, So we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you like and what you don't like. And you can also message us on our Facebook page and follow us there. It is cold coffee show on Facebook. But thank you to all of you who have continued to support us. We're so grateful as uh, we get season two underway here. So hey, Tova, how are you this week? How are things going? Okay, I'm not going to do the usual good. Good, yeah, real good. I'm smiling now only because whenever we start recording, I have a bit of like um, embarrassment. You know what I mean? Like I, you probably can't relate because you're like so used to it. But I, I'm still quite embarrassed. Like, you know what I mean? I feel awkward. Uh, so then what happens is I s- smile and then my answer is always good. But actually not good. I'm not good. I'm really not good. I'm still smiling, but I'm not. I good. know, and I feel I feel like it's ironic that you feel uncomfortable starting the show, considering that you make all these hilarious videos and you put yourself out there, and you you know you used to be a performer and an actress. Well, you still are an actress in some respects. So I find it interesting that it um, that you feel that way whenever we start the show. But that's yeah, for another day. I know it's weird, but um, no. So this why week, are you not good? I don't know. I'm. Well, this is like it relates to our show, doesn't it? But this week, I'm just feeling a bit low. And Mike's away. He's in New York. He's been in New York now for a few nights. He's coming back tomorrow. Thank God. Talk about juggling. I mean, really, it's been just nonstop. You know, like a few days of just nonstop trying to juggle everything. And by the time, and I have to tell you now the truth. Okay, so I work. I'm working at home. You know, I work from home. Work in the mornings then rushing to get the kids and like an hour in after they're home I just can't wait for it to be bedtime and like the only thing I'm thinking about the whole afternoon is go the fuck to sleep already and it's like <laughs> four in the afternoon poor kids they've just come back from school and I'm like zero patience zero you know and I feel awful so forget about the guilt for a minute right but do you know what I mean like just running on zero and I just can't wait for Mike to get home but it's not like this anyway I won't moan, but you know what I mean? Like just low, a bit low, basically. No, I can relate. And I'm going to tell everybody kind of what we're talking about on the show today. And then I'll, I'll kind of commiserate with you. So we decided to this week to do a show on the chaos of life. And we decided to call it Balance is Crap. Because it is crap. Who can It is crap. crap. This is the name of a blog post that I wrote recently. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like so many of us are where you are. So I, I am with you. My kids are on summer vacation and um, they're at vacation Bible school this week and they get out at noon. It's only a three hour break for me every day. And when they get home, it is a dance of breaking up fights and trying yeah. to keep the peace and trying to the find fight, things for the them fights, to do, the, the sibling spats. And Ugh. then the fight over, like, it's not even the fight over, like, the remote or whatever. It's oh, yeah. like an infinitesimal small Lego bead jewel 
I'm like, so glad. Can I just say something? I don't mean to be mean. Like, I'm so sorry that your kids are assholes. No, I'm kidding. But I'm, no, so they sorry. Are. I'm so sorry that your kids are annoying you and everything. But I'm so glad that it's not just my children because I honestly thought it was just my children. They fight over the stupidest things, right? Right, Kristen? Yes. And it's like an infinitesimal Lego thing or like we have a giant L-shaped sectional sofa and... If one person is sitting somewhere and get up, the other one sits exactly where she was and they fight over that one spot on the couch. But there's an entire couch. But <laughs> they all so have true. to sit and then they fight and they push. And it's like I have to put tape down the center of the couch and they can't cross <gasps> the line. I put do you blue really? painters tape. Yes. Do you? And oh I do. God. I put blue Amazing. painters tape down the couch. I mean, it's their kids and they fight and they elbow each other. And it's only like day five of summer. And you're not even at summer yet. No. Like we're day five of summer. So, yes, I can totally appreciate what you're going through. It's hard. And I have been rotating toys and bringing things out that they haven't seen in a while because I'm still recovering from surgery. I've had a hiccup. And um, my daughter broke her shoulder, her arm. So she fractured her humerus, my little one. Oh, God. So she felt. So listen, you guys, I have to tell you, I have to tell you guys how this happened because I find the whole story just humorous, no pun intended, considering she broke her humerus. (laughs) But so we had a swim party last week, which was really just each girl could bring three people over because I felt so bad because I've had surgery. And I haven't given them any fun over Memorial Day weekend and blah, blah, blah. They've been so great. So we have this swim party and they just got a new swing set. And apparently they were playing a game called Deadly Crossing the Road. Of course, any game with the word deadly in it is not a good thing. But apparently they were teaching the little one, my six-year-old, that when the big girls were swinging, she had to try to dart between them to not get hit. It's kind of like a human frogger game. Do you Uh remember the game Frogger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she, of course, got nailed, lands all of her weight on her shoulder. I took her immediately to urgent care and um she they said she had a fracture but they were going to send it out to radiology and then sunday we had to go back and monday all day at the orthopedist and it's not like she has a cast i mean she has a cast from the top of her shoulder all the way down to her arm over her fingers and then she has like a built-in sling so she can't physically move her arm so we are now in 99 degree weather oh my god it's uh I'm recovering from surgery and still don't feel great. And now she has this poor thing has like a miserable cast. So, yeah. So that's why we're doing a show about balance and scraps today. Because yeah. it doesn't matter what you plan in life. Life has other plans for you. But and- I got to tell you, I mean, this week when I messaged you and you asked, uh, you asked me if I was on my period. I was like so upset. I was like, what? I was kidding. I wrote I, I was, was kidding. not on my period for once. <laughs> I was like, but I just want to tell everybody kidding. your, because basically Kristen on her, on her Instagram, uh, on her Instagram account, she does a lot of great stories. I love your stories, by the way. And uh, oh, she was, she, she had a story with her daughter talking about the casket and they were showing off the casket. And your daughter looked so sad and miserable. She was so <laughs> and miserable. And I know, and I knew like what a shitty week you were having. Like I knew, but you sat there with a smile on your face and that kind of like a, a trying to kind of like, you know, be positive. And I thought to myself like, hey, that's an amazing mama, mother, right? But like, oh, thank you. that's like moms, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You kind of pull something from somewhere even when you're zero completely empty but you somehow pull pull something out of the bag you know 
It really moved me. And that's why I messaged you. And then you made fun I know. of me. <laughs> no, I didn't make fun of her. Tova sent me the nicest message, you guys. And it made me cry because it has been a crappy week. And I'm, I'm having a complication. I might have to have another procedure. I'm not healing right. And then my daughter broke her arm. And it just feels like... And then we had a, a pancreatic cancer diagnosis in my family, which is someone that's very close to me and very young. And it's just sobering, you know, it's yeah. a lot like life can throw a lot at all of us. I mean, I'm sure everyone listening has something. We all have something in our lives. And Tova sent me this beautiful message, which first is your friendship means the world to me. But but just I feel like my kids, even when things are so hard, like my kids bring me back to the present, like yeah. they make me feel calm and centered and they they soothe my anxiety even when they're fighting over Legos like I don't know there's something just about their innocence and their sweetness that just pulls me back so mm-hmm. even though she I just felt like no matter how shitty the week had been I had to be positive for yeah. her because she doesn't know how to deal with adversity yet she's mm-hmm. six and if I was miserable I would just teach her to react miserably to things so I was trying to teach her to find the good in the situation which by the way, I need to learn to do myself clearly because <laughs> uh, I've been sulking and crying all week. But I don't know. I feel like we learn so much from our kids every day. Yeah. I love it that somehow your kids make you calm. My kids never make me calm, ever. The only time they make me calm is when I watch them sleep. Then I'm very calm. And I, I do love watching them sleep, by the way. Every night when they're asleep, when I know there's no chance they're going to wake, I come into their room and I kiss them and I... That's- and I really love them when they're asleep. That's so interesting to me. So you don't ever have the moments where you sit on the couch and you're watching a movie and they're all snuggling into you and you just feel at peace. Yeah, we have those moments. Of course we do. But you, you said you were calm when you even when they fight over Lego and I can't deal with that. I really can't deal with it. You know, well, the no, fighting. I mean, in those moments, but I you lose know, my shit and I'm I like, God, know. why can't you just yeah. be nice? But do you, I've started now like I used to lose my shit. Now I'm like, I'm a whole new level now. Now it's like. They'll come to me, mommy, she did this or she did that. And like you said, it's so trivial. It's so stupid. And I'll just go, I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Like that. And I'm not even kidding. This is not a joke. This is real life, a quote, what I say, because I just can't deal with it. And to be honest, I really don't care. I don't care if she took the sticker that you didn't even look at for five years. It was on a counter. Nobody cared. He's got snot all over it. And now somebody else is interested in this is like a tragedy. I don't care. Deal with it. Figure it out. Sort it out. It has nothing to do with me. That's my parenting at the moment. I do this. I no, I do the same thing. So I made surrender my word of the year, right? So when they were fighting over the Legos yesterday, I just sat there and my first instinct was to yell and like get mad. Like I was steaming inside, but I had to breathe and like think, okay, how can you defuse this? So they're both crying over a jeweled Lego because there's only one of them. And I'm like, you guys. You're both telling me the other person did something. So clearly one of you is lying, right? Like you're lying to me. So here's the deal. You either tell me the truth of who's lying and we figure this out. Or if I find out you're lying, you're grounded the whole next to the day. I'm going to count to three and whoever's lying, you need to fess up now. You won't get in trouble if you tell me you're lying. But if you don't tell me you're lying, you're grounded the next day because I will find out. And I went one, two, and then my little one, mommy, it was me. I lied. I lied. <laughs> And she's like uh, sobbing. And I'm like, it's okay. Thank you for telling me the truth. We'll talk about it later. I said, give me the jeweled Lego. So whenever they're fighting over something, I just take it away and no one can have it. 
Yeah. Like and they and they've learned like okay if you want to fight over that if you're gonna fight over the Wii remote no one plays Wii if you're gonna fight over the Lego no one you, nobody gets it if you're gonna fight over the iPad the iPad's gone so they're starting to kind of learn I just I but I'm kind of the same way like you like I don't care oh you're fighting over it give it to me goodbye it's gone yeah <laughs> exactly like oh it's just it just does your head in it really does but listen going back to balancing right uh, mm-hmm. so you know we 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 were thinking of talking about like how balancing is crap what is it though about like balancing again i know we always like we compare always um moms to dads and women to men but i don't know i feel like balancing is a word that you never hear men use i just think thought about it just now i don't think mike has ever used the word balancing or juggling ever (laughs) well and don't you think it's true that no one has ever asked a man that's a dad that's being interviewed how do you balance in fact i saw a great video wait wait but it's weird because the initial thought is well because they don't balance they're either working or they're stay at home but actually it's not true in my case Mike and I really do really share really we do which is why by the way this past few days have been a nightmare for me because Mike does a lot around here like we share it for sure you know um so but why why doesn't he walk around gonna go oh my god I'm balancing I'm balancing life and a career and my children I don't think men are expected and that's what's essentially the same kind of conversation we were having about dad bods versus mom bods last week is that men aren't expected to balance it's women um there was a great video that was done online where they I wish I had it I'll find it and I'll put it in the comments but in the show notes but it was a, a bunch of women went up to men on the streets. And as they yeah, were walking, did you see it? They would ask, how do you balance? And guys are like, have you ever been asked if you've had to balance? Yeah. And it's so true. It's because as women, we're expected to do so much. But it's so interesting. The reason why I kind of wrote about this and wanted to talk about it today is I received a message on my Facebook page recently. Mm-hmm. And this woman asked me, I'm doing everything I can, Kristen. I'm taking care of myself. I'm trying to do it all, but I can't find balance. How do you do it all? And I felt so bad for that woman because she she thought that I had it all together based on my presence on my Facebook page yeah, and that I was balancing everything perfectly. And I'm not. No one is. No There's, one is. I believe that you can't have it all at the same time. You can have it all. We just can't have it all at the same time. So I wrote this piece and I just want to read you a, guys a paragraph of it mm-hmm. because this is yes. where this is what I believe about balance. All we can do is decide what's important and build our life around that to make our list of needs for the week, learn to say no to things that no longer service and always add a side dish of self-care. Balance is a buzzword, not a destination. It's a journey to live as stress-free as possible, to make sure we're taking care of ourselves and to find joy in every single day, even the bad ones. Don't get caught up in the hype and let comparison be a joy stealer. Just do your best each day. And if you make it through the week with a smile on your face, well, congrats. That's balance. So I wrote that back to her and decided to make it a blog post because I I honestly believe that balance doesn't exist for Mm -hmm. women. It's yeah. just, it's impossible. You can't be, you can't work out at 4 a.m. every day and have the perfect body and get your hair and nails done every week and work and take care of your kids and have a perfect relationship with your spouse 
I mean, and and still make time for your friends and be room mom and do Pinterest crafts and bake from scratch. I mean, it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I think for me, I uh, a few things come to mind. First of all, is how much help and support you have. Uh, and I think help and support are like key for anything, especially for moms, you know, like I, you know, you, if you, if you can have hired help, get hired help. If you have family who can help you, then get them to help you. But I think that's a number one key because all the things you just said, no one person could ever do. Like you could never do them. You know, the other thing is you have to understand that. Things sometimes come on the expense of other things. You can't do everything every week like you just described. So one week you'll be a bit more involved in your work because maybe you've got a really important project on the on the go, you know, and that's your main focus. And one week you're maybe more involved in, you know, stuff that's going on in your kids' lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like right. that's also something to just accept that that's just the way life is. And you can't, you know, and, and not like feel so bad about it. And going back to the dads and moms, like men versus women, one thing that occurred to me this week is, so again, going back to me and Mike, and it's just a very specific example, so maybe not a lot of people can relate to it, but in our relationship and the way we're uh, parenting at the moment, and it hasn't always been this way, by the way, but it's like it now, we really do share responsibilities. Recently, Mike is doing much more than I'm doing when it comes to the house and the kids. Um, he's just, you know, much more involved. Why? Because I don't I don't feel like it at the moment. I'm going through something of that has nothing to do with him or the kids, and it's brought me to a place where I've kind of taken a few steps back and luckily Mike has taken a few steps forward and he's kind of like feeling in the gaps and it's fine and it's working. But what occurred to me a few days ago was how we react differently to situations. So I'll tell you a little story. I don't think I told this last time. So um, I was walking the dog one morning and I get a phone call from a friend and she goes, hey, Tova, where are you? It's uh, the birthday assembly. Everybody's at school. So my twins turned five, right, two weeks ago, and they were doing a birthday assembly at school. Do you know what that is? It's when all the kids of that month get mentioned in the assembly and they give them a card to say happy birthday and everybody sings happy birthday. And it was that day. And I forgot. Like, I forgot. Forgot about it. I wasn't there. So she calls me up at 10 past nine and I'm all the way in the suburbs walking the dog. um, And I'm like, shit. And I was like, when did it start? She says, it's just started. And I was like, when, when does it end? And she goes, 930. And I'm like miles away, Kristen. I start running, right? I start running. I didn't even think. I didn't have the car. I start running, pick up the dog, and I'm running with the dog. As I'm running, I call Mike, and I'm like, where are you? Where are you? Because he had the car. And he's like, I'm where, you know, wherever I am. And I was like, head to the school. Just head to the school now, the birthday assembly, whoever gets there first. And in my mind, I'm like, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Anyway, long story short, Mike walks into the hall, to the halls, right? As they call my first daughter's name, because her name starts with an A. So he got to see her get the card. Like he didn't miss anything. One parent was there. I came in just about before they were about to sing happy birthday. So they had already received the cards. Um, and I was there. They saw me, waved, sang happy birthday. And then they managed to come to both of us and show us the cards. So the kids were not damaged, right? The kids are not traumatized. Brilliant. Mommy and daddy made it. Now here is the story. We come out of the hall of the school. I feel like shit. 
Of course, because you're putting yourself down because you forgot. My focus in my brain is I cannot believe I forgot the assembly. I am the worst mother on the planet. I cannot believe I missed them getting their cards. I cannot believe blah, 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 blah. Mike, and I don't say this. This is all going on in my head. Mike turns around to me and he says, we are such great parents. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I just looked at him and I was like, what? And he goes, we are such great parents. We just dropped everything and just rushed to that school to be there for our children. That is amazing parenting. And I just thought this is exactly it. This the is the point, Kristen. Yeah, perspective. Honest to God. So that's how they balance. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I have to echo this because you told me this story. We did not talk about it on the podcast. We okay. talked about it in Messenger. And you told me this story. So when Amelia broke her arm last week, um, when I took her to get casted, she was sobbing because she wanted to sit in my lap and I couldn't let her because my stomach hurt and I was felt guilty and I felt guilty that I allowed her to break her arm because why wasn't I out there supervising? You know, I was shooting myself like I shouldn't like you shouldn't have forgot. I was shooting myself. I shouldn't have let her get hurt. And I felt all the guilt. And then I remembered that story you told me about you and Mike. And I said to myself that um, I actually wrote this on my Facebook page. If you ever start to feel the guilt creep in, remember you're a good mom because you feel guilty. And I learned that from your your husband. (laughs) You're a good mom because you love and care about your kids more than anything in the world. You're a good mom because you're doing the best you can every single day. Yeah. So it's so true because Mike is right. So thank you, Mike. I hope you listen to this episode because he taught me a lesson too. I know. Like I was... it I was, would have never. I, isn't it amazing how dads just have a amazing, different perspective? The way he saw it. And I honestly think that when I called him and I was like, you know, running and shouting down the phone, go to the school, go to the school. And he's like, what? What's happened? You know, and I was like, the birthday assembly. We forgot. And he was like, oh, it'll take me too long. He was like, he was like ready to just not even try. And I was like, just go, please. I think he did it just for my sake. Because I was about to lose it, you know. But by the way, I got a really good workout out of it. I ran <laughs> for 11 minutes straight. And Kristen, I do not run. Okay, <laughs> like, And did you run. and did you lose your keys? Did you ever find uh, your keys? Yeah. So the end of the story is that in my mad dash to the school, my keys fell out my pocket and I lost them. Uh, car keys, house keys, all the keys, all the keys. No, we had to change locks and everything. It's been a nightmare. <laughs> I think it's interesting, too. I want you to tell everybody what you recently got because you added oh, even yes. more chaos to your house. I know. Oh, my God. We got a puppy. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Oh you my got a puppy. God, like, you don't puppy. have enough chaos. Uh, Three girls, oh. a dog. It's four girls now. I've got four girls now and a boy <laughs> and a husband. <laughs> no, she's so nice. Yeah, we've been thinking about this for ages. Look, I've always had more than one dog. Like growing up, we always had a couple of dogs. And I think it's nice for them to have each other, you know. And the funny thing is, it is a little bit like children in a sense that we got the second dog for the first dog. You know, like you get like a sibling for the child. and Oh, you know, get him a brother or a sister. So it was a bit like that. It was a bit like, you know, fluffy sometimes he's alone we go out we leave him behind you know be nice if he has a friend and he's two he just turned two 
<laughs> I literally sound like I'm talking Fluffy's about a kid. Too. Did you have a birthday party for Fluffy? <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, so we got her. So I so do, cute. by the way. I go get like, at, so at our pet supermarket, they have these bones that are frosted with sprinkles. So we give nice. that to our dog on his birthday. Oh, uh, that's so nice. Now I feel bad. You say mom guilt towards the dog. I'm going to give him a birthday party. Um, so yeah, so we got her, a dog. She Her name is Shoko which means chocolate milk in, in Hebrew. Um, and Can we I have, call her Shaco or do I have to do the accent? Uh, no, that's the is thing because Mike can't say it either. Mike's going Shaco. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds oh. awful. I'm like, please don't do that. It's so bad. <laughs> the poor dog is very confused. Um, but she's so nice, Kristen. The smell of it. Oh, her smell and her little sharp teeth. <laughs> Is she potty trained yet? Or are you still waking up in the middle of the night to take her out? No, no, no. She has like her mats. She does it on the mat. She already came trained. It's amazing. That is great. I know. She's a Shih Tzu, by the way. Lots of people on Instagram were asking because I'm like now obsessively posting pictures of her. I know. No, did, who wait, did a side no, by side of yeah, Chewbacca? Somebody with the dog. sent that in. That's somebody awesome. sent that in. So post as many pictures of my kids. But my entire Instagram now is this dog. So then I said, I wrote something like, uh, I didn't post these many pictures of my kids when they were babies. And then somebody wrote, well, if I had to say, my babies weren't as cute as your dog. So I get it. <laughs> it's so true. She's so cute. My God. Yeah. Okay. Enough with the dog now. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to go back to balance for a minute because I know last season we did a show yes. on saying no and how to say no to people and doing less. But I just kind of wanted to remind people because as we head into this season, you know, right now we're currently heading into summer things can get crazy because we're all on different schedules our kids are in a transition we're doing different things and life is getting chaotic and I just wanted to remind everyone that it is okay to say no and do less like I really feel like while my life is super chaotic and I'm not in like the best place of my life like where I want to be physically and with my job I'm so much more at peace and that's because I'm doing less. I've made it okay. I've accepted that I'm doing less and it's okay to do less and it's okay to say no to things that no longer serve you. And I really think that if you're striving to find balance, I mean, A, as we're telling you, we believe balance is crap and it doesn't exist, but B, the only way to really get as close as you can to finding balance is just to say yes to the things that you want to do. Like that's honestly what I do each week, Tova. I have this planner sitting right here. And on Sundays, I write down everything I have to do. Like I, I literally write it down. Like I know you have your diary on your phone, but I do my planner and I write down everything I have to do for the week. And then I actually schedule in, like I know you do your walk every week. I schedule in the things I want to do. Like right now I can't work out, but if I could work out, I would write in my workouts or I love to read. So I will literally schedule 30 minutes, you know, three nights a week for me to sit down and read a book because I love to read. And I, once I see the schedule, then you can see the other things you can fit in and don't. I think so many yeah. of us don't really yeah. plan, you know? And if you really do take the time to plan, take that half an hour on the weekends to like look at your week and, and think, what do I really want it to be? That's made all the difference. And I want to tell you another silly, stupid thing I do. And it's not stupid, actually. It's awesome. I buy myself flowers every single week. Oh, that's so lovely. I do. That's really nice. And my kids, so when I was a little girl, my mom wouldn't let us have flowers. She said, mm. 
flowers die. Why would I waste money on something that's going to die every week? So we always had those fake, disgusting flowers in our house that collect dust. So it's a game now. It's fun. My girls go with me. We decide if we want peonies or hydrangea. And this week we bought just like simple white carnations. And my daughter bought purple limonium. And they they arrange them. And I buy enough for them. And we have little mason jars for them. And now they put them in their rooms. And Aww. I don't know. It just makes me happy. And it's like something small we each like that I can do for myself each week. And I believe like we each need to do that every day. Like find something that makes us happy every day. And for me, it's flowers. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I can't find balance, I'm overwhelmed, don't forget to do something that makes you happy because we're worth it. Tova walks every day and that's kind of like your what? Is that your meditative time to like think and just have time to yourself? No, for sure. That's become like a real ritual now. Like I don't, to be honest, like I told you, I, it's weird. I used to rush to start my day so that I would get a lot done. But actually, in the last few months, I have, uh, you know, like I start my day, well, I start my day early, but I start my working day later because I refuse to skip the walk and I refuse to skip then like having a really nice shower, taking the time to get dressed, taking the time to put some makeup on, even if I have absolutely nowhere to go, just to sort of, to do you get what I'm saying? So that yeah. actually I start my day actually later but I'm I don't know I I managed to do almost like more than I would have before in a weird way like I because don't because you feel do, good about yourself yeah and you 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 yeah yeah and maybe it has to do also with what you said because then actually you focus on what you actually need to do and you're not just fuffing time because you know what it's like especially when your job is like uh on the internet and stuff you can get very easily distracted right <laughs> you can get lost in facebook for hours you can get lost <laughs> in facebook and start reading stuff and watching videos and then suddenly now I'm, a, I'm just a bit more focused on what i actually have to do but i won't lie i still struggle with the fact that you know there, there's never enough hours in the day plus when you like what you do because I really enjoy creating content, you know, and I like editing and stuff like that, then I, you know, sometimes I want to carry on doing my work, but it's time to pick up the kids. And now it's time to, you know, to do other things that I need to do in the day. So sometimes it's frustrating. Uh, I don't really like working in the evenings, especially not editing because, you know, it does your head in. But, um, but I'll do writing in the evening and brainstorming and stuff like that. You know, um, I like what I do. Uh, so, you know, so for me, when I do that, it's not like a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But last week, by the way, uh, Friday, this was something we were trying to plan for like a month at least uh, with a friend. We took the day off. I haven't had like a day off in a while. So we decided to take a day off. Uh, my friend Ava and I just went to Brighton for the day. Uh, Brighton is a city, but it's like a little ask town. What it is? Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's not a the jewelry ta- store. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little town by the coast. Uh, so it's about a uh, an hour and a half by train from where I live, from London. And oh it's wow, gorgeous. that sounds fun. Yeah, it's gorgeous, and it's like this really little town. They have like a pier. I know. Well, you're you you live so close to the beach. For you, it's probably not big deal. But when you're inland. And you get to go to the coast. It's like really exciting, you know? <laughs> uh, so we just went like for the day and we had like a massage and a spa. And then we walked by wow. the beach. Yeah. And we went to, we went, had dinner and some wine. It was beautiful and sunny and it was great. And I was supposed to be home by six and I got home like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I was like, I called Mike and I was like, 
yeah, I'm not going to be home for bedtime. So is that okay? And he was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. So it was Aww, good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was um, great I, You know, you, you mentioned something I wanted to bring up really fast and then we can get to not, not so news. You mentioned that you like to get ready and take a shower. And it's funny you say that. I'm actually not ready today. This is the first day post-surgery that I haven't done my hair and makeup yet. But um, I do that too now. Like I like to get up if I work out or whatever, have a shower and get ready for the day, even if I start my day later, because I feel like when I'm dressed and even though I work from home, when I'm dressed and I have my hair and makeup done, I mean, and I'm not talking TV makeup, but I just feel like more put together. I feel more organized and like I get more done than when I sit around in my pajama pants all day. And um, there's this woman I interviewed a long time ago. Her name is Allison Lumbatis, and she has this website called Get Your Pretty On. Mm-hmm. And I had to interview her once for a segment. And I'll be honest, I totally judged her when I heard the website Get Your Pretty On because I was like, what? She's telling us all women have to be pretty? Like, mm-hmm. why would she do that? But of course, I was an asshole because that's not at all what it is. She was is a mom just like us. And every day she wasn't getting dressed and she wasn't putting on makeup and hair and stuff. And she just felt frumpy and she wasn't doing anything with her life. So she decided to get dressed that day. And her kids said she seemed so much happier the day she had hair and makeup on and put clothes on. So she now has a whole website devoted to helping women put together outfits because there's a lot of people that don't know how to do it. And it's like simple stuff from Target or, you know, not expensive. But I just really, um, it's so funny because she posted her summer wardrobe and I was thinking about actually signing up and buying the clothes because I love all of the outfits and it's like 20 pieces. That's like a capsule wardrobe that you can wear like 50 different ways. Amazing. And I was like, I feel like I need that. I need a little... Um, pep in my step this summer to like not wear the same thing every day, the yeah. same maxi dress. So I don't know. I don't know why I brought that up, but I just remember she inspired me so much. So if anybody, um, she, you cool. know, they're obviously not paying us to talk about this, but I just thought it was, I love what she's doing. So if you too feel like you need to get dressed yeah. every day, check that out because it does make a difference. Yeah. And I think, um, it's not, I know some people might think like it sounds shallow, but actually I think like when you're, when you're feeling, I mean, maybe if you're feeling down, there's so many ways you could um, lift yourself up. And like, of course, coming from the inside is always going to be, you know, uh, the way to go, whatever. But just like acting, by the way, you can either process a character like from the outside or from the inside. I don't know if that makes sense, it but like from sense. the outside would be where... Yeah, wear the co- wear the costume. So put the wig on, put the shoes on, you know, put the the outfit on, and then so it goes from the outside to the inside, and then the other way is going from the inside to the outside. So you work on the characters like background, who they are, you know, what they love, what they, and then you find like the the exterior. But it's just two approaches that basically bring you to the same to the same result. And obviously a combination of both things together is kind of like going to be the best way. So I feel like it's exactly the same. I agree. I mean, I, I still wear yoga pants and I still have like, uh, all of my, uh, lovely baggy frumpy tops, which I adore. <laughs> I haven't thrown all of them away. And there are days that I wear those, but I have to admit less and less now because I did, I do feel like it's, it's made me feel better. You know, even just a little bit of lipstick, it's not even like a big deal. It takes you exactly five minutes to put a bit of yeah. lipstick on you know it makes it just makes all the difference you know so, so yeah, there you go that's it i don't know no, but that's why topic. i love these this shows is- because we have an idea and, and um you know i i love talking about this stuff because i think more women feel i feel a lot of women feel the same way we do and and sometimes you just need a little kick in the butt to like you know remind yourself that you know what i do need to be happy let me go 
buy myself some flowers or let me go buy a new lipstick because it's going to make me feel better. And uh, we all deserve it. You know, we're worth it. Yeah. So what's your not so news? Yes. Tell me because you have a good one, right? I don't have one today. So you go for it. You guys, this one just made me laugh so loud. Out loud. It's the headline is distillery has new bourbon flavored by beaver secretion. (laughs) What? A New Hampshire distillery has a new bourbon, U-E-A-U, Demusk, flavored partly by the secretion from a beaver's castor sacs. Oh, my God. I don't even... The secretion called castorium has a history of being used as a flavoring and is on a small list of FDA ingredients called generally recognized as safe. (laughs) It exhibits bright and fruit qualities, raspberry and rich leathery notes, along with a creamy vanilla aroma. Other ingredients are raspberry, Canadian snake root, fir needles, birch bark, tar, and regular oil and maple syrup. So if you are looking for a drink this weekend, you can check out <laughs> Beaver Secretion Bourbon. Oh, my God. I don't know where you get these things from. <laughs> I found that one on Twitter, I think. But did you guys see, did you see the raccoon that no. scaled the building in Minnesota? That did what? The raccoon that scaled the building in Minnesota. What does it mean, scaled? Scaled. So a raccoon yeah. crawled... So it got on a skyscraper in Minnesota. Yeah. In Minneapolis or St. Paul, I don't know which city. There they were calling it the US the UBS um raccoon. It was because that was where the food was waiting for it. But a raccoon got to the like top of a building. And so the people were trying to get it down. So instead of getting the the raccoon down, it decided to crawl up. And you have to Google this, Tova, while we're talking. Google the um the skyscraper raccoon. It crawled to the top of a skyscraper over 25 floors <gasps> on the outside wow. for hours. People are watching it. And when it got to the top, they had um, they had cat food for it. And the hashtag is NPR raccoon. And they found it and then they let it go. They caught it, put it in a cage and let it go. But a raccoon scaled wow, the building. the poor raccoon. The poor raccoon. I wonder if he just carried on going up because he was so scared. That's really, <laughs> that's made me really I can't sad. believe you didn't see it. You have to Google it, no, you guys. It's I so will, I will. I'll put this in our notes because the skyscraper climbing raccoon. And of course, we found out it was a girl raccoon. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. The only way is up. <laughs> And, and, and the women it. will uh, overcome everything. So you don't have a not-so-news this week, huh? No, I don't. I don't. That's but okay. I will have one for next week. I promise. Okay. Cool. Well, that there you go, friends. So Tova and I both agree this week that balance is crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the yes. best you can and make sure to do something that makes you happy. If you can't do it every day, at least once or twice a week because you deserve it. And on that note, I'm going to rush now to pick up my kids. Probably going to be late, but I make up for it by bringing them sugary snacks. There you go. Go take them for (laughs) ice cream. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Again, if you leave us a review, we will give you a shout out next week on the podcast. And don't forget to share this with your friends. We so appreciate you. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.